Welcome to the Jiu-Jitsu Master Podcast. This is Shihan St. Hilaire, and today we are going to talk about the Kobukai Holiday Bash. I figured it was a good time to do that, being it's that time of year. I'm recording this in December, and that's when we have the Holiday Bash. So, brief history. How did it all start? A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away. We had a school uh, in Norwalk, Connecticut, myself and Sensei Joe Carvalco, and we were uh, training there with our jiu-jitsu students, and somewhere around the beginning of December, uh, the people who actually owned the building and had a taekwondo school there invited us to a in-house tournament that they were having a couple of weeks before Christmas, and we said, fine, I mean, we don't really know anything about taekwondo, and um, but, you know, we do kicks and punches and that kind of stuff, so why not? Uh, and so they invited us there and we just proceeded to crush them because as soon as they would start dancing around and starting to throw kicks, we would just, you know, go in, clinch, throw them to the ground, arm bar, arm choke them, knee bar, ankle lock, whatever we wanted to. And so it was a complete massacre. Uh, and so the following year, when it came toward the beginning of December, we were waiting for our invite to the in-house competition and it did not come. We were not invited back. Uh, so we decided just to do our own thing on an off night. We got together with uh, everybody and decided we were just going to uh, fight for an hour or so. And the rules would be, you know, our rules. We would be able to just do whatever we wanted. <clears throat> so uh, with that no rules fighting, we just put on some uh, some gloves and some mouthpieces and just went at it for a couple of hours. Uh, no rules. The only thing you couldn't do is poke somebody in the eye or bite them. Every other thing was a go. So the next year after that, we decided uh, we would invite some local schools uh, to join us. And um, we didn't get much of a response, but those who did, again, uh, got crushed. So that's really how the Holiday Bash started. And we thought that was a cool name because, you know, Holiday Bash can mean a party. And uh, we were getting all bashed around near the holidays. So, you know, 21 years later... We are still doing the Holiday Bash, and it's a great opportunity for all the Kobukai schools to come together and to, you know, meet each other if, and, and to work out and, you know, to go through uh, the whole fighting and partying afterwards. So let's talk a little bit about how the bash is set up because there is a formula for the bash. So the Holiday Bash um, usually starts out with uh, myself or the other instructor leading the bash. You know, giving the speech about safety. So, you know, you have the option to only do Nawaza or Randori. You don't have to go out there and, and uh, you know, just do full MMA type fighting. Um, you know, if you and your partner agree that that's what you want to do, then that's what you do. But we really, really, you know, want people to get out there and punch and kick and, you know, get people up against the wall and throw them down and strike on the ground and everything that it, it really takes in a, in a real fight. So once those rules are out there and, you know, they're sort of based on um, go as hard as you want to go, but expect it in return, right? So however hard you're going to hit that person across uh, the way from you is how hard you should expect to get hit back. And, um, you know, so people have to make their own choices. We also remind them that the gloves we're wearing are only for the protection of our hands. They are not for the protection of that other person's face. Um, other than that, there's really no rules. If you want to kick somebody in the nuts, kick them in the nuts, you know, uh, wh whatever you need to do is fine. 
Um, we try not to get injured, although we have had some minor injuries. We've had a couple of broken ribs over the years, some broken fingers and toes, definitely bloody lips and bloody noses. Uh, but that's been pretty much it at the holiday bash. Um, which is great, right? Uh, but that just means that people are understanding why we're there. Um, and then I also talked about uh, why we're there. So we're going through a, sort of a traditional um, Japanese uh, rite uh, called shugyo, which is something that they do somewhere around the new year. Uh, it's sort of cleansing them uh, to move into a new year. And, you know, oftentimes it's just going to the beach in the winter in the freezing cold and, you know, running out in the water and, um, you know, yelling and screaming. And there's other ways that they do it. Some people climb, you know, high mountains or whatever, but it's a very, very difficult physical challenge that you participate in to the point of complete exhaustion and being pushed way beyond where you think you could be uh, mentally and physically. And then after that is sort of this release of the party, right? It could be a big meal. Um, it could be, you know, drinks with friends. It could be some kind of celebration. But it's it's sort of that acceptance of your your weaknesses and, and your mortality and, and then celebrating, you know, how wonderful life is. Um, and, you know, just being there with all the people that just suffered through this thing with you. So, of course, that's the format that we use. Uh, and so it starts out as everybody knows, has participated in the bash with uh, an incredible warm-up. I mean, we tend to go 40 minutes. Um, that's that's the target, and we make it as hard as possible. Um, all the instructors, you know, participate. We're not just asking the students to do it, although we do keep an eye on the students to make sure they are doing it correctly. But we will do everything that you can possibly think of, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and running and leg raises and, you know, partner push-ups and partner sit-ups and, um, you know, uh, low crawls and, you know, uh, bunny hops and jumping jacks and literally every type of calisthenic type of exercise you could possibly imagine. And if we're in a facility with uh, chin-up bars, you know, we'll do tons of different types of chin-ups. And it's really, we just try to get to the point of absolute exhaustion. <clears throat> of course, we always like to throw burpees in there too, right? Because that'll get you there really fast. Then once that's over, you know, we pair off, uh, you partner up. And, you know, you get out there and you just really start uh, going at it. And the fun thing about the bash is, you know, some people have uh, a person that they always start the bash with or somebody that they always end the bash with. And so, um, you know, it, it's just fun to get out there. We tend to go three to five minute rounds. Uh, and then, you know, once that's over, you, uh, you move on to your next partner and you just keep going and going and going to the point of extreme exhaustion. Now, along the way, there is the tradition of the sake bottle. So really how that started, it was really a, a long time ago. It might have been at the fourth or fifth bash. Um, I'm thinking it was, the uh, it was the fourth. So I'm thinking on the third bash, uh, we just decided, you know, uh, as a group, we were going to bring some drinks afterwards, right? So uh, we brought some sake and, and, you know, beer and other things and just, you know, really uh, had a nice little party afterwards. Uh, the next year, um, I brought a bottle of sake and it was a Magnum. And somebody made a comment at the beginning of the bash, like, hey, if I tap you out, do I get to have that bottle? And I was like, yeah, good luck, you know. So um, we went out there and, 
and uh, you know, I did not get tapped out. And so then myself and Sensei Joe just drank this big Magnum um, with a couple of the brown belts. And then it just kind of became a tradition. You know, we would always bring a very good large bottle of sake to the bash. And, you know, we sort of started this thing where we said, if you can tap out both myself and Sensei Joe, then um, you will win this bottle of sake. So uh, this went on for 10 years and neither, uh, you know, it never happened, right? There was never a bash where both myself and Sensei Joe got tapped out. So we always enjoyed the spoils uh, and sometimes we shared it if we were feeling, you know, if we were feeling great. Um, and, you know, somewhere along the line, we started, you know, uh, putting the kanji for Kobukai Jiu-Jitsu on the bottles and writing the year. And, you know, I tapped out a black, you know, I tapped out sensei or, or whatever. And those kind of became collector items over the years for the people that won them. Um, somewhere around 10 years or so, uh, uh, Sensei Tony Tortorella uh, was the first person to uh, tap me out. And like I always like to tell the story, it was all downhill from there. So there were some years after that where I wasn't tapped out, but there were just as many where I was. And and of course, now this has been 20-something years. So uh, over time, um, and, and as the student population has grown and grown and grown, because don't forget when the bash started, we probably had like eight students or 10 students. And now, you know, when we have a holiday bash, we have 50 or so, 60 students there. So we typically now will rotate through the newest black belts and say, hey, you know, you are the ones that are defending the bottle this year. And we'll assign two of them. And then if uh, both of them are tapped out, somebody will win the bottle. So that's that's how that tradition goes. And, um, you know, we've got some very strong black belts now. So that really hasn't been won for a few years, but time does march on and, and there'll be a new crop of uh, young and hungry people that are going to be going to be coming up and they're going to be going after that bottle. And I'm sure at some point, uh, you know, the new black belts are going to get tapped out and, and the next generation will start. So then of course, um, there is the after party, right? So after everybody's uh, completely exhausted and, and had a great, uh, had a great bash, we have a big party and everybody, you know, brings food. So everybody's spouses and girlfriends and families are invited and everybody, you know, brings their favorite dishes and, and all kinds of, uh, you know, libations. And, and we really just hang out for a few hours and, you know, just talk and drink and eat and, and things get a little crazy sometimes, which is, which is all part of it, right? After that shugyo, it's, it's that release, that party, that renewal. And, um, you know, there are numerous endless stories about bash parties. Um, uh, I'm not going to go into them here. I'm sure if you talk to anybody that's been to a bash, they can tell you all about it. You know, we tend to, um, you know, ask people not to drink and go back on the mat, but occasionally that happens. Uh, so we try to make sure there's no injuries and, um, you know, we try to make sure that doesn't happen, but it happens anyway. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've, we've had some after parties at people's houses instead of in the dojo and furniture has got moved aside and people have been thrown around the living room and, and all kinds of great things. Um, you know, we've watched, you know, videos of, of decades worth of past bashes that have been great to watch. And, um, you know, just listen to the stories of the people that have been around for a really long time. Uh, so it's, it's where we really, you know, pass on those traditions and those stories and that, and that camaraderie is built between, you know, all the various students and instructors across all the schools. So this is a very short podcast today, but I just wanted to, uh, in the spirit of the holidays and the spirit of the holiday bash, um, 
to send out a little message to everybody. Number one, to tell everybody how incredibly proud I am of everything that they have done in Kobukai Jitsu, uh, Jiu Jitsu, especially our instructors, uh, all the time and effort that they put in uh, every year um, into developing their students and showing up at class, uh, rain or shine or snow or heat and giving their all to our students. Um, there's what, they are what makes Kobukai continue on. Um, and, you know, they're the ones that go out there and put their butts on the line uh, at the bash, right? I mean, there are plenty of schools out there where, you know, the instructors stop training and they get big and fat and they stand there with their thumbs in their belts and they tell people what to do and, and they just don't do it themselves. And our instructors are not like that, right? They go through the warm-ups, they're, they, they're, they lead by example, they get out there and they fight, they win and they lose just like everybody else. And I think that's really key. And then, of course, you know, I wish um, wonderful holidays to all of the Kobukai students who train, train, train so hard. And I, I'll tell you, I have all the compassion in the world for how hard that you train, how much you sweat, um, you know, all the tears that are involved behind the scenes. Because I was there myself, right? Every instructor in your school has come up from zero, uh, just just like everybody in the school, just like every student. We know what you're going through. So, you know, it is our pleasure to host this bash every year and let you be part of that tradition and let you feel what we felt over the past years and, and then have that great party afterwards and, and make memories and stories. And then lastly, I really want to, um, you know, say thank you to all of the families of the students and the black belts and the instructors because you put up with a huge amount of time of, number one, them being away from home. Number two, you know, having to, uh, you know, help heal their wounds, uh, whether it's mental or, or physical over the years as they as they move towards black belt and then past. Uh, and then to come and, and to watch your loved ones out there on the mat you know, getting hit in the face or thrown really hard on the ground or getting the wind knocked out of them or, or even injured. It's, it's very hard uh, for a family member to, to see that and to understand it, but to, to understand how important it is to that student or that instructor. So again, to all of you out there, um, the instructors, uh, the students at Kobukai Jiu-Jitsu, um, I really wish you a wonderful holiday season, uh, and I can't wait to see you at the next Holiday Bash.